and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hi everyone, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. I am a very unwell Ross McLeod in a roasting as fuck Cali studio. And we are going to be talking today about our wrestlers of the year. We're going to be talking about our home base in Scotland, ICW, our man and woman of the year. We're going to be talking WWE and we're going to be talking about NXT slash 205 slash the May Young Classic slash NXT UK. Anything that's Triple H's baby. We'll talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. But first off, if you could follow us on social media at Suplex Retweet on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And also, that's also the handle for our Anchor, iTunes, Spotify and... Android podcasting sites <laughs> as Quacko goes into a fit of laughter. <laughs> We're just getting out of the Bible. We're talking about the wrestling. I'm joined by Sarah, Gary, Stacey, Stephen, Scott, and Quacko, who's currently giggling in the corner. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. So, should we just batter in? Yeah. I guess so. Bye, uh, bye. I don't you hear, lads? I'm the no well one. Come on. That is the bluntest yeah, intro in the history of this podcast. I know. I know. Because we're all mentally unwell. That's why we're talking about wrestling, come on. Well, this will be a fucking bit of banter. Anyway. I've just got mentally unwell the last 30 seconds there. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to start off with our ICW Women of the Year, and our ICW Women of the Year is Viper, the first ever ICW Women's World Champion, and we're going to start the discussion with Sarah, who may have interviewed Viper recently. Oh, yeah, that I did. Anyway, yes, Viper, Women of the Year, Women. Women's wrestling that's now just wrestling. <laughs> Screw men's wrestling. <laughs> hey, leave men's wrestling alone. You can listen to me and Viper talk about how it's just wrestling and the men can have their own little segment. In my interview with her, that you know, it is on iTunes, Spotify, and all good Android podcasting sites. So oh my god, it's like someone was meant to say that before. Oh my god. I fucking said that. How <laughs> now? Anyway. I mean, yes, let's talk about Viper. Um, She's had a stellar year from start to finish. I mean, she regained the ICW Women's Championship the night after the square goal when she pinned Martina after the very historic one-day reign of Martina. Historic. Um, And then she she took it upon herself to go and take that belt around the world with her. Obviously, defended it in five countries over three different continents. She did that all by herself. Fucking good on you, Hen. Um, that's, that's a Scottish of a uh, well done. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, for anyone, who, for anyone who doesn't know Scottish slang, that means well done, Viper. <laughs> um, I can't really say much else. I mean, like she's had a documentary. She was the first ever non-Japanese woman to headline Kirken Hall in Tokyo. I mean, that is an actual extraordinary achievement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And against, it was against Io Shirai as well, one of the most decorated women in the world. I mean, you can't get much better than that. She had a documentary about her, which, see, when I spoke to her, she said that only one thing beat them that night, and that was Coronation Street, and not by much. Wow. It was like about two million views, I think, they had that night. And that's not even counting everything being played back on iPlayer as well. Wow. Love yeah. the girl so much. It's excellent. Yeah. Interesting year with Viper. So my pick for... for ICW Women of the Year was Kaylee Ree, and the two of their year is in, has been intertwined, hasn't it? So, mm-hmm. uh, although the the match that they they just had at the Hydro, I can't remember them coming together and facing in a one on one match another time this year, but they've been to you know the storylines they've been part of with Stevie and DCT brought them together so much, 
and I suppose you can't talk about one without talking about the other, mm-hmm. which is why I'm doing it. Welcome, Gary. But yeah. Um, Great pick, Viper. The documentary was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, World of Sport as well, I must mention. Mm-hmm. She had a good run in that, and she, mm-hmm. she was so showcased front and centre as far as that was concerned. Um, be interesting to see what happens next for Viper, what, what happens next for the women's division in ICW. Could be a topic of a whole other show for them all. But yeah, great, great choice and great talent. Stace? Um, really? My points have been made. Just like, what more could, like, what more could you ask? She became, she made the women's title the world title. Mm-hmm. It's like, good honour. Like, yeah. Alright, fair enough, Stacey Stevie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's quite good that Gary brought up the world of sport thing because it, it was good that we got to see two different sides of Viper that one. We're kind of used yeah. to an ICW as the fan favourite, the main baby face, you know, everybody loves her so. World of Sports, she got to kind of play that heel character a bit more, mm-hmm. which you got to see a bit more aggression, and then obviously that kind of aggression came through more at the Hydro. I mean, what match the two they put on at the Hydro the other night? I mean, the, the finish to that match alone. Oh my god, I mean, I, I didn't hear it as much in the arena, but watching it back, see when she's got her out with a barbed wire submission, see the squeal. Oh my right. god, yeah, you might have that bit better. I was giving it ringside. I know, I was at ringside. Oh, it was a, it was kind of, it felt like a blood curdling scream that came yeah. from her. I was just like, ah, nope. And the fact that she had a bin full of thumbtacks. <laughs> what, was the official, what was the official count? I don't know, because they started going for like. It was, it got to like, it was like, what, 800,000 didgeridoos? Yeah, <laughs> it was what Wolfgang was saying. And Scott Reed's like 5,000, and Kayla's like, there was 80,000. And I love that. To Quacky, and I was like, that's a bin full of sand. And then, like, they tipped over it. Oh, hang on, that's not sand. I was, I was wondering why the guys were, like, having a wee struggle carrying it out. I was yeah. like, it's got an iron board in it. What else has got in it? Apparently there's, a, like, the cheese grater, the kendo sticks. Did not see the cheese Billy, grater. Billy was great on commentary <laughs> listening back to that, because you know he usually does the who sells thumbtacks to wrestlers? Yeah. He changed that bit to who sells pink cheese graters to wrestlers? <laughs> <laughs> well, in all fairness, I wouldn't want to be hit over the head with a pink plastic cheese not grater. No. It was the... Originally, I just thought it was a bin at first, and I'm like, I know she's selling, but the bin's not that. And then you see the amount of thumbtacks, like, fuck see, me, that must have been a See the other chair? Mm-hmm. You know the, the, the ICW was the uh, thumbtacks on as well? I didn't actually uh, yeah. the time. I thought it was kind of spray painted from a distance. Uh, no, it was no, all no, thumbtacks. Scott, boy. Uh, well, I say, like, if it wasn't going to be Viper, then it was probably going to be Kaylee Ray that got the thing. I think both of them are two the most deserving of this because. You think of ICW and women's wrestling, you think of those two primarily, nothing against like, all people give me like Sammy J and Casey and all that. <laughs> but uh, he said, we've both done a lot for women's wrestling this year. Uh, you've had Kaylee Ray competing in the way the men, so you just as, which is as well them as you can in the women's division, like that match with Lionheart she had, which was amazing, and why you were taking the belt over in the world. And I think no nobody else, no other two women deserve to be in the women's sale match at the high route other than these two. And like you said, I heard you on last week's show talking about how Viper particularly wasn't really known for hardcore wrestling. Mm-hmm. So like, those two could have easily just went out and had a straightforward one-on-one match and they would have done a great job as they both can. But the fact that they chose to take it one step further, I'm sure they could do this match and put themselves through all that when they didn't need to. Fair boost to both of them. Quacker, yeah. any thoughts on Viper this year? Yeah, well, it was actually my pick personally. Um, it was either a toss-up between her or Kayleigh Ray. Uh, I think Viper took it just for me for LK 
Shane, obviously, she's had a massive year with the TV show and everything. Also making a World Women's Championship. And the fact that she highlighted that, yes, it was defended in other continents, but she wanted to make sure that it was a World Championship because of what she did directly. Mm -hmm. um, and it seems that she got a lot of the bookings that she did. She went off her back to make it happen. So that's what kind of worrying for me. It's weird as well, we did the... So our winners were chosen from our panellists. We sent out sheets for everyone to fill in. Kayleigh Ray and Viper were the only two names that any of our panellists picked, but when we went on to the fan site, a lot of people were going for Abel, Abel and Jokey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an, that's, that's an interesting one, it's kind of going with that way, but... I would say she's definitely the most improved this year. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, 100%. When it comes to just being in the ring herself, like when she first started out as a Jokey character, to what she's doing now, it's like night and day. Like there's a definite improvement in her, and I wouldn't be surprised if she's competing for that women's title by the by the next Hydro show the or the next was by next year of loading. The thing with Viper, though, the main thing, obviously, I think probably would tip it for everybody's kind of say that is that making it a world title. You know, I mean, you look about five years ago, I mean, do you think we would have seen a world title in Scotland? Nah. Anywhere, let alone now we've got one for the men and now one for the women. Yeah. So the fact that she, as she said, Sarah, she's done it all off her own back. Uh, she didn't really. She, she came up with the ideas herself. She kind of generated it. It just kind of shows that she is at that level, kind of in a similar, in a similar way to kind of what Drew was when he had the belt. Obviously, not to the same star power as Drew, obviously, because he was being WWE. But it shows that she's got that ability to kind of lead everybody else in that in Scotland and in the UK. So yeah, it's definitely the world player would probably sway over Kayleigh, who has been brilliant as well. Let's not get wrong. Yeah, uh, like you said, like uh, Sarah said, that she will be competing for that title. I do think her and a lot of new people you're going to see challenging for that belt now that Viper is like, I think Viper might be taking some time away now. Kaylee's got the belt and she's going to be giving new people opportunities and <coughs> have the same people having to fight <coughs> facing each other. And we're going to get a, a more full up, uh, I don't know what the term is, like, there's going to be more a people on the division, a deeper roster. Yeah. Women in nice W. Yeah, I hope you're right, Scott, and I hope this time next year we've got about half a dozen people to choose. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Choose from mm -hmm. or debate from, because um, actually the depth of that roster isn't there at the moment, is it? There's um, it's really just four names that you'd think of at the moment that are regulars when yeah. it comes to women's yeah. yeah. women yeah. nice shows. Yeah, for the uh, really great shout for Sarah about Evo. If I correct me if I'm wrong, did Davos not start the year in more of a valley role, and then she the was, second yeah, half she, of the year she joined, became much more so massive. She, uh, she joined us a sort of valley, still as Jokey, and then I think it was roughly maybe around about Square Go between Square Go and Barramania. I think she became that evil character when they did that. With all fairness, it was quite uncomfortable watching that segment. Oh, um, when like when she became that sort of demonised character, yeah. Um, yeah, when they had that ceremony, it was a bit uncomfortable. But um, actually, like in a recent interview that I've just done, we have someone from the ICW roster who is hoping that there will be more women in the roster instead of just the four that we've got just now. Yeah. But it's only because it kind of feels a little bit pigeonholed. But you will be able to listen to that very very soon, hopefully. Is, is that a wee hint there? Not saying who it is. Oh, such a tease. I think it's a point that Rossi's best friend, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Red Lightning, made on his fantastic interview that he gave to us um, about you know, that the bookers need more people mm -hmm. to to choose from. Mm -hmm. And I think Red listens to this show and thinks, "Look that, look that joke 
<laughs> he's not really my best friend. He's not really my best friend. He locks the door, leaves the key, and puts the chain on at night. He like, hides that, from that stalker bastard. He sees Ross. He's like, oh crap! It's like, oh crap! Here again. Ross isn't allowed to go within fifty meters. No, is, not unsupervised at least. Yeah, which is why he had to sit up in the back area of the hydro. Two ladies not bought tickets. We look you lot for this weekend. So I'd, I mean, that, he's there. I mean, that's why he was allowed to sit so close to the ringside at the secret show because he was with like me, uh, Stephen Blair, yeah, Gemma, etc. He has chaperones. A chaperone is that, no, that may be why Rudo never showed up for the tag match. He kind of clocked Ross in the crowd. <laughs> I've, avo- I've avoided him twice. Third time is no. <laughs> <laughs> Third time's not a jam. I'm not a stalker, I'd like that fucking note to you bastards. <laughs> so yeah, just to sum up, obviously Viper or Women of the Year so far eh, well, so far I. Viper or Women of the Year for twenty eighteen, Kaylee Ray, a very close second, has to be said, but Scary said, they're intertwined with each other, you can't have one with the other. And the likes of Casey and Avo slash Jokey coming into their own, so it looks like it could be a good year in twenty eighteen plus. Twenty nineteen. Any year's a good year when there's wrestling. Uh, also, we've got Sammy Jane coming back to full fitness. Hopefully, she'll be back in ICW. Oh, she's back. Yeah. She's back. Oh, she's, oh, she's back. She's, she's back. Did she is nice. raring to go. Nice. Because obviously, we had the horrendous injury with yeah. her and Viper. Which I want like, like to see that match again just for the amount of belts. Poor Simon. He put in a shift that night. <laughs> what a memory. Mm. He had yeah, to no, get them no all. notes. No, no. notes. Skill. Nice. So we move on from the ICW Women of the Year to ICW's 2018 Man of the Year, and it's it's Stacy Rose eyes. <laughs> the new World Heavyweight Champion Lionheart Stevie. I'm going to come to you first. Oh, I say his name. Did we did we know of an interview with him recently, Stevie? We've had two this year, Ross. Like one before Baromania and one before the event on Sunday. But no, he's had a stellar year. I think uh, Alan McLucas. One of our great panelists uh, put it best when he said, I have not seen a bad Lionheart match yeah. in 2018. Yeah. And I think uh, that's only been justified in the last couple of weeks as well. We've had um, the match with Andy Wilde on Saturday, the match with Jackie Polo on Sunday, deservedly main event in the Hydro. But no, it's, it, it's his games went to an extra level. Uh, you can see the focus in him. Obviously, he's, he's never been a bad wrestler. He's always been a good yeah. wrestler, but he kind of the confidence just builds and builds the more he's wrestled since that injury, and he got that extra layer. I think with the theme tune this year, it's fair oh, to say. The theme songs are built up. The theme song is a, it's, a, it's great the way he says it. It's just like when he, in interviews, just like I went in the office, scrolled through, kept looking, and I was like, and then I got one. I was like, ah, I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this can work. Not like, not like oh, th- this. This is gonna have to do. It's like. I know. You I, think I, I it's good to see you went. You took a pull off on today. I know. I know. You think of certain wrestlers that you know choreograph their entrance to their music and all that. He's went and went. Ah, oh, fuck it, that'll do. And it's become such a big part <laughs> of this year. It's, it's such a different level having Jackie Bowles. You look at Jackie Bowles. It's all about the theatre. You know, it's like yeah. this, this, he, he, he plays it well. Lionheart's is just music out, out there. Aye. Business. You know. Yeah. The song I was I was going to say for that one, he's he's one of the guys that's benefited immensely, or probably the most, out of ICW's change in the theme songs. <laughs> yeah. It's a great tune. Um, Lionheart's year started to swear go when he was eliminated with. Uh, he was eliminated by Jackie Paul. No, two of them get eliminated. Uh, yes, thank you. Because um, I remember going into that, he was my pick to win the swear go, thinking that then there'd be a title run. Afterwards, we had, and then what actually started was the year-long story between him and 
Jackie Polo, Just Justice eventually, and those <laughs> uh, moments of uh, highlights and incredible uh, heartbreak from members <laughs> of this panel. Stacy's Stacy's face uh, on ICW on demand <laughs> when he gets beat is oh. <laughs> worth the price of admission on its own. <laughs> the, massive, the massive group bouncy that me, Stephen, Nathan, and Alan started. Oh, there was her face on Sunday was just was just as priceless as well. It was just like. In the hands. <laughs> if, if we're slagging Stacey for her reaction, I was nearly pissing greeting when Jackie beat him with Paramania. The fair yeah. probably didn't help that the minute the, the free kick went, the first thing I did was just turn around and look at her. Just like, yes! <laughs> yes! The drama though. Gabby was like hitting the back of my head, going, ha ha The drama in those two matches was mm-hmm. phenomenal. The finish at the match at the, at the Hydro at the weekend, I, I enjoyed the finish. And we must give an honourable mention to the the money that Scott blew on his cowboy hat. All 50p. Do you know what I liked about the Jackie pole? It was the it was the build of it. It's like, can you beat Jackie? No, you can't. Oh, come on, give you another chance. All right, you can beat me. Yeah. But can you beat me on the big stage? And can you beat Jackie Polo? Not just Justice. Yeah. So that first match they had, I think we all thought it was going to be, he was get the win back mm-hmm. and then he'd move on to something else. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's seen what came if we were laying it out or guess what was going to happen I'm not sure we would have guessed oh no I did okay. well apart from you <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that did happen because what a fantastic run of matches that, mm-hmm. they, that those two had this year yeah it's fantastic and the Just Justice character is great and the Ward and Coach trip <laughs> and he's uh, Colonel Sanders outfit was well, again it was great Ross Ross obviously loves uh, coaches, but Gordon's like, I mean, yeah. he even showed up to the Garden Show on Saturday dressed exactly I like know. Yeah, so the running joke in this podcast because I'm not a fan of Jackie Polo's football team decisions and we'll leave it at that, is that I am just justice. And then I was wearing a red checkered shirt to France 99 and it wanders coach trip. And he's wearing the same fucking red checkered shirt as me. It's good to take him wearing the same outfit as him on Sunday. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I left my Colonel Sanders outfit, it was a, it was a tight decision. It was even funnier because he told me specifically on Saturday, don't wear your check shirt because I'm wearing mine, so I went, all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I bet you're kind of glad now, right? It was Ross that pointed it out to everyone that they were wearing the yeah. same shirt. Yeah, because I thought, oh, they bastards are going to slag me for this, and then Nick had noticed, and then I went, oh, God, I've just pointed it out to everybody. <laughs> Way to make it all about yourself, Ross. Well, we can't have it all about you all the time. Anyway, Sarah, we'll come to you for Lionheart. Uh, Hi. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Lionheart actually wasn't my pick, but... Who was your pick? Stevie. We'll talk about him <gasps> later on in our own Stevie was actually... Oh, I, I was told we weren't allowed to pick Stevie. Originally we, were ju- originally, we were going to just do four and put it on the Twitter page, but it was a lot easier just to send it out to our panel. I still would pick Lionheart. Stevie would yeah. be my second choice. Hmm. No, my talk- second choice was Whiplash. We'll talk about both of them and let the open discussion I had top... Between Jackie and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie and Whippy. I was surprised Mark wasn't oh, yeah, one Mark of the Whippy's a good match. Yeah. Those death matches. Sorry, Lionheart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Quacky Wolf. Is, is Sarah kind of just went over the top of Lionheart? <laughs> but I was going to continue. Oh, I do apologise. For Christ's sake, Ross. Uh, you know, he had a... He had a Shut up, guys. <laughs> Shut up, guys. He had, a, he, he had actually a really good run. I mean... See, when everything kicked back off at the square goal, that's when like I had that image in my head. I was like, it's going to be Jackie and Lionheart at the Hydro. They never got to finish what they started last time. 
Um, and it's, 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 it was as soon as I saw the singlet. As soon as I saw that singlet, everything came back to me. And I was just like, holy shit, we're actually getting this. Um, and also the fact, like, as soon as I saw that Jackie was blonde again, I went, yeah. shit goes down when Jackie goes blonde. That's when you know shit's going down, is when he dyes his hair blonde. Which, funny enough, he did it at the height. It looked like Jeff Jarrett at the height, <laughs> No, no, this is like, la like, last Hydro show as well, like the year before that, he just went blonde again. And yeah, again, this is this is a kickoff. Shit goes down when Jackie goes blonde. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> always the, does. The Hydro one was really Jeff Jarrett. Like it's like you want to be that character that badly. He never, had his hair like that color the year before. Oh, no, no, he's had he's had bleached hair before. I know, but it was the short hair and the blonde hair. He had it last year as well. He's had that before. Shit goes down when Jackie goes blonde. We all know this. We have well, learned it. I but um. Welcome but, to hairdressers and headlocks today on the show. <laughs> Jackie Ball was held. Thanks, guys. Anyway. Stellar, uh, stellar year for Lionheart, and I am actually so, so glad that he's finally getting an ICW World Heavyweight Championship run. Because yep. it has been long overdue, but it's just a question of who's taking it off him. And my vote, Joe Hendry. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of us will get Joe Hendry as our square goal winner. Yeah. Yes. That, that was a yes there, Stephen, yeah. not a nod. We can't see, see I, a nod I, I, on the radio. I, I think he'll win it, but I, I want Liam Thompson to win it. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'll pop his fuck if Liam Thompson and sink finally got to win. Okay, oh my god, no, I'll see if Liam Thompson actually gets to bring his sink in yeah. the square goal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was exactly. about to say that. I'll but pop his fuck. What he'll do is, like, <laughs> I'm not entering the square goal because I already have the greatest championship of all. The my sink. sink. <laughs> my sink. And I'm not letting anybody take it again. Let's be honest, Kid Fight's going to steal it again and say, I turn the taps and then he'll deliver it himself <laughs> and then chase after the sink. He won't win it because of the sink. See the best thing about Liam Thompson's sink angle is Simon Cassidy's call. Mm. The owner of that particular <laughs> sink. <laughs> that was great. It was great the hydro. No, no, it was great, but even better than the good housekeeping match I no. The call. I had the call. Oh, the call, call yes. Like, I thought yeah. the actual match. How dare you say that anything was better than Goose Housekeeping? See, I can't <laughs> think about how impractical that sink must be now because it's been bashed in so yep. much I know. that I know. it doesn't. It, I know. Could you imagine, like. Just cave, water will just cave in. I'm pretty you sure Liam knows a good plumber that can put it back in. She's on it, will you? Well, <laughs> I bet he's kicked Carmel to the car, but he's just cuddling it in bed. <laughs> I like the CDICW on demand video where he's walking about going. <laughs> was it 500 quid he needed to fight Jackie Polo? Yeah. Well, sorry, it was five times 55 English pounds, which is not 500, but you know. <laughs> but he was gone about asking for five, and it's the bit. He walks up, red lightning's on his phone, and he just walks up to him with three mops and a bucket of dirty water, and he goes, These can be yours. Well, they're good quality mops, how much you want for them? 550 quid. I'll give you 20 quid if you go away just now. <laughs> I the one where he's out saving the coal with a with washing machine. <laughs> That's been dented in, the one in that match. Just like, Is it no Wolfgang who tries to sell that? No, I guess Wee Man. He's man. Wee Man. Wee Man. Wolfgang will not take anything back yeah. from him in a good housekeeping style. Nah, he I lost out on the fact that Liam Thompson could have been his butler. <laughs> he already made a homeless and then he had missed out on the chance to make him his butler. I don't think Wolfgang could take anything off him ever again. I love the bit for the first good housekeeping when it's Wolfgang. Oh, that's it, a fucking sink! <laughs> <laughs> but he does spoon that signal. He does, he's probably, he's probably getting Carmelo to bed for it. So is Liam Thompson our wrestler of the year, is it? He's my no, we've, yep. just, we've just moved. He was actually Josh's pick for wrestler of the year. Who, Liam Thompson? Liam Thompson was Josh's yeah, pick for it. Good guy, Josh. 
That's going to say, uh, not about this uh, liner probably wins square. It was probably going to be him or Stevie as the two obvious ones because they're two guys going into that. It was kind of a case of why them's going to be world champion. It's not a matter of if, it's when. And obviously, this feud is we just just as kind of carried uh, ICW this last year. And like as much as I love the Just Justice character, some of Jackie's matches, particularly the DCT match, have been the best. Whereas Lionheart seems incapable of having a bad match. Like the only person who I, th- I think consistent has had good consistent matches is Lionheart. With my second choice was BT Gun. Mm-hmm. He was a big favourite when we put this on the yeah. ICW fans group. A lot of them chose BT Gun. But I'm almost fine with BT Gun because I thought Liner was a bit too obvious. But before we move on for our ICW manager, Stacey, you would want to respond? Alright, well, even though Lionheart wasn't my choice mm-hmm. for Man of the Year from ICW, I think he's probably the most logical choice yes. for it. I mean, out of all of the wrestlers in the past year, year and a half, who can you say that everyone hated and now everyone loves? Fanny like a, a total 180 yeah. for it. And it's been said he hasn't had any bad matches. No. Um, so even though he wasn't my choice, he would have been... <coughs> he's, he was up there for me, but yeah. Fair enough. So obviously had great matches with BT, Adam Max, and Kayleigh Ray. Three great ones with... Sorry, just Stacey's face there when we mentioned Adam Max. Three great ones. I'm a big fan of Adam Max. Just Stephen's face. <laughs> <laughs> Three great ones with Jackie Polo. He had two great matches on Wrestling Speed in Scotland shows I went to. Great one with Shah Samuels and one with Mark Coffey at the Secret yes. Show. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, congrats to our Man of the Year for ICW. That's Lionheart. Say my name of history. He's save, going to judge you massively for To that. save Stephen the embarrassment, Quacky will edit that bit out later. <laughs> no, I'll probably just keep it. <laughs> so, we were going to talk about the WWE Woman of the Year, but she boos the woo, she calls herself the man, she's Becky Lynch, as Sarah points to her new Becky Lynch t-shirt. I'm going to start with Stevie first here, because he is absolutely buzzing to talk about Becky Lynch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the reason he's got to get his legs crossed there. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'll deal with you later. <laughs> 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 I am not Laura, thank you very much. <laughs> no, she looks a lot better. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a wild night tonight. <laughs> Punching Stephen. Punching. <laughs> so, yeah, back, yeah, back on track. Back, back to, to Becky. Back, back to Becky. Back to Becky. Uh, what can we. What can. What. Oh jeez. Uh, yeah, Becky, as Sarah points out, has just had a phenomenal year. Uh, it's amazing to think that when we had the Royal Rumble, she was she lasted like half the match. Then they had the, the Battle Royal WrestleMania, she was one of the first out. She got screwed off for losing that title in Money in the Bank. You thought, not the title, the Money in the, the Bank briefcase, and you think, I'm not going to do anything with Becky. And then she punched that bitch in the face. <laughs> Whoa, what's so steady on a wee bit, Jesus? Yeah, it's a good, hashtag I do the word. Yeah, it's I a great point, Stephen. The, the, her, her rise in popularity was not planned, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the, one of the most organic um, movements ever. Mm-hmm. And that moment at SummerSlam, after, uh, when she lost the match, and she, mm-hmm. she supposedly made the heel turn, and the fans went mental, they went crazy, they loved every minute of it. And everything WWE tried to do after that, 
to cement her as a heel and Charlotte as a face. The fans were having none of it. Becky was the hero that they wanted. And this quack who will, will join me in saying, when you meet her in person... Yeah. <laughs> Don't rub it in. <laughs> See, the thing was, I think it was more a case of... Obviously, you said it was organic. She wasn't poorly booked and oblivion like Bailey and Sasha. She wasn't constantly on top like Alexa and Charlotte. She was sort of... She was there and thereabouts, always. Yeah. She was sort of like, obviously, Dolph Ziggler at the peak of his popularity, 2011 to 2014. Everyone's like, when is it coming? When is it coming? When's the big world title run coming? And thankfully, obviously, we've got Becky Lynch currently as our SmackDown Women's Champion. So. I love Becky so much. <laughs> no, um, see the minute that she turned on Charlotte at uh, SummerSlam, I screamed the house down. I was so goddamn happy. Just because I felt like Becky had been cheated out of so much. And not just this year, out of her entire career mostly. Um, yes, yeah, like, the, like the best choice WWE ever made was making their first ever SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch. And see if they made it anyone else, I would have probably quitted my TV in. Excuse me, the, that night, Beauty and the Man Beast were crowned as the first SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Let's not forget that historic moment. Was retired. We'll, get, we'll get to that in a wee while. Um, but no... Becky is the man. I mean, she's been killing it. Even it's like not even like the first half of the year. Second half of the year is when she's really coming to her own. They've just I don't know if they've known what to do with her, or they're just like, Ken, what? You just have at it and see what happens. I mean, her invasion on like Raw and then yeah, given the, the awful punching in the face. Damn you, Nia yeah, Jax. They looked more amazing with bloody face. Irish and, war paint. Then her and that crowd just like, come on. That, that's what I said. Like as soon as I saw those pictures and like I was watching, I was like, holy crap, she looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin. She is the female Steve Austin. And then everyone else started saying, I was like, that bitch, that's my thing. Cool. I, I've often said like when people talk about how much people get buried in WWE. I'm I'm a, a mindset that nobody's beyond saying with good writing. And this is a prime example of how someone can go from being around but not really being given any sort of note to suddenly being the most popular of all time. And I remember I, jo- I told a joke to you when you, when you were watching it, Ross, and she turned, I, I referred to it as our own heart moment, where she finally said, enough is enough, and it's time for a change. And everybody loved it, <laughs> and it was great. And now they've tried to replicate, trying to replicate Charlotte as Becky, and people still like Becky. See, no, <laughs> I see, I feel the bad, because like, during that feud, Becky came out with Charlotte's dog and kicked it and people still want to change her up to <laughs> As much as I slag Charlotte, she played a great part in that feud. I mean, that yeah. match at Evolution mm-hmm. couldn't have been done with just one person. The two of them both played an equal role mm-hmm. in it. And it was, that was probably... We'll probably talk about it next week when they do the Match- matches and moments show, but that'll probably be up there with a lot of people who match of the year. See, yeah. the thing I think they've done with Charlotte now, I don't think they've tried to replicate it. I think they tried it on Becky Hill. It didn't work, so she knew she's sort of a... An anti-hero sort of, mm. oh yes, yeah. like, like, like Stone Cold. Obviously, we talked about Lionheart in our last segment, where he was the the hero, the fanny. I don't care, you know. I'm just here to win matches. And Charlotte is now just a full-fledged heel. Is she, is she though? It's still kind of tease on the edge. Yeah, because I liked her sort of. Now the Rock die, Rocky die. The Rock never forgot. She yeah. put on Twitter, boo the woo, screw you then. Charlotte's much better as a heel than that, <coughs> my opinion. Mm-hmm. At the start of the year, if somebody said the hottest wrestler in WWE come the end of the year would be Becky, I don't think any of us would have believed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I know that's been said many times by lots of lots of people now, but the Nia Jax punch is probably one of the best things that's happened to Becky. She's going to 
go on and have an amazing spotlight at WrestleMania. See the, see the thing as well is, if you look at it, she got booed at SummerSlam. No, not SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, because she mm-hmm. eliminated Lita. Yeah. 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 And now she can't get booed for doing anything. No, she can't do anything. I mean, she was in Doctor Jail as well. <laughs> I loved her escape from Doctor Jail. Yeah. And her Twitter was like, I'm in Ronnie's head, I'm in Ronnie's nightmares, I'm in Doctor Jail. Like, just her locations on Twitter. Even her Twitter has been amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one of the shames about one of the real disappointments about her injury was losing that match between Ronda and uh, Becky because that would have been the main event at SummerSlam and that would have been an amazing highlight. Yeah. No, yeah, I think it's probably the best thing that could happen to her now because originally the plan, according to Dave Meltzer, was Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. Yeah. You can just imagine that being like a Del Rio swagger at WrestleMania 29 when the crowd just shouted for Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> the, so obviously it looks as if we're going to be saving that for WrestleMania. There you go. Can I get my words out there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a lot of cold and flu medication here, people. So we talked about obviously in the last segment, Joe Henry's a lot of people's pick to win the square goal. Can we see Becky losing the title at TLC and winning the Royal Rumble? Yes, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Really protects her because like. Well, it's like she's not getting pinned to lose the title. It's in a TLC match, so you can still protect her and do like, yeah. and if, even if she doesn't have the rematch, so you protect her from getting pinned. You can get, have her say, not like downgrading the title, but say, like, hold on to that for now. I've got unfinished business to go to, <laughs> and that's why she goes after Ronda in the Raw title. It's going to be very comfortable in the armchair booking, isn't it? You know what I'd love if she beat Ronda for the Raw one. And then took back the SmackDown one. So I am queen of all women's divisions. No, I would love to happen at TLC. Ronda screws her and Charlotte and stops them winning it and then Asuka wins it and then that's going they just kind of build that and we kind of see these small teases of this happening and then I would love to see her take on no, Ronda take on Charlotte and Naya take on Becky at the one between the Royal Rumble and Wrestlemania mm-hmm. like, I like how they've started implementing the other members of Force in here because like Becky took shots at Shayna Baszler and then Shayna Baszler got involved on Twitter so they're teasing that Horsewomen be horsewomen thing that you know Debbie are very fond of and want to do at some point. Fair enough. So we've talked about the women of the year. Uh, WWE's man of the year. Becky. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Is Seth freaking Rollins, a man who has been absolutely on fire this year. The Iron Man of the Raw Gauntlet match. He's been Intercontinental Champion twice. He's been Tag Champs twice. He's had the Shield reunion. He's had the Intercontinental title open challenge. He's defended the title seven times in 69 days. I don't think Brock Lesnar defended the title seven times in the entire 500 plus days he held the thing. Mm-hmm. But Seth Rollins, Scott, we'll start with you. Absolute fire since the start of the year. Yeah, because like, I liked him towards the end of the year when he started going back to heel. He and Ambrose were having great matches as a team and he had actually some good stuff with Jason Jordan. But as a singles wrestler, I couldn't give two shits about Seth Rollins at the start of the year until after the gauntlet match. And then that uh, one of the best opening matches in WrestleMania history with him, Balor and Miz. And then he went from strength to strength onwards. Like, even Elias, who is good, but isn't always known as a great technician or in the ring. Even he and Elias had a great match at uh, Money in the Bank. And I do love how he's, his old nickname was The Man. And now he and Becky are kind of having a thing on Twitter a bit, arguing what, who The Man is. Because his thing was... I used to think the man was going out there and having the best match of any, not expertly trolling people on Twitter. I mean, she's now doing both. <laughs> so, Stephen, we talk about Seth Rollins, didn't come out a title open challenge. He saved Backlash with the opening match, the only good match on that show. And a lot of people were critical when he lost the IC title to Ziggler. 
the two of them have had an absolute stellar rivalry. They've had some great matches. Yeah, I think they had the, there were some actual brilliant matches in there. I particularly like the Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. Other than the crowd chanting down mm-hmm. clock all the time. I mean, come on, man. But no, he's literally, he, he can't do any wrong at the, at the moment. He has match after match after match. We talked to Ellen about the Iron having a bad match. When did Seth Rollins last have a bad match? I cannot remember. Said, even at, you talk at the start of the year, Seth Rollins and well, just, I just got to, uh, Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, some of the things he was doing with Jason Jordan. I mean, Jason Jordan's not a bad wrestler. I'm not no, no. That, but, uh, he was he's put in a bad role. He was put in a bad role, but it's just his moveset as well. It's just, he's, he's got an incredible moveset. It just it makes you quite excited to watch him. I mean, was it the superplex into the Falcon Arrow? Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. great movement, movement. obviously. The, the, the curb stomp can be like coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, I just think he's brilliant. And he's finally starting to get the just rewards he deserves. The only other thing he needs is another shot at the big belt. Get that. He's yeah. I loved his series of matches with Finn Balor. You talked about the Falcon Arrow. The the constant roll-ups where Finn Balor and Seth kept getting one up on each other. Mm. I thought that, that series of matches was great. So yeah. yeah, I think um that you can't underplay the importance of the gauntlet match mm-hmm. in this year. Because I think at the start of the year, particularly after we had Dean's injury and then Jason Jordan's injury, and it looked like at WrestleMania they were building towards a Seth Jason Jordan match, and you were thinking, like, you know, Seth deserves better, better than that. You know, Jason Jordan's not bad, but that's not a match that make you buy tickets. Uh, and then Jordan goes out injured. What what's next for Seth? And what came next was probably the best year of his career. He's, as everybody said already, he's not had a bad match. He's incredible. The curb stomp is an amazing finish. I lo- love that. Mm. And yeah, I can't think of enough good things to say about him. I loved his one with Nakamura. When Nakamura goes for the knee, he turns and then just hits him with the curb stomp. Yeah. Did they kick out the curb stomp recently? It's becoming like a really, well, he's obviously a partner not been allowed to use it the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it was a big shock when I brought it back because it sort of like an RKO came out of nowhere. Well, that was the annoying thing about when it was bad because WWE never showed the finish to the WrestleMania 31 match because he hit the curb stomp. Yeah. And they kind of just, you kind of just fade away from the curb stomp. You only ever, you only see the pin. Mm-hmm. And um, I, it's, it's good that it's kind of back. So. I mean, yeah, you can't really say that Seth Rollins has had a bad match this year. Um, the only thing that I would prefer from not to do this year is draw attention to his, uh, bare, like, you know, surgically repaired knee. Oh, God, I know. It's, it's, it's oh, I, I can't even put that into words, but you know what I would actually really love is if he turned heel again. I mean, his laugh when he was heel. Yeah. It was like that cocky laugh, and I absolutely loved it. I mean, I think... See if this whole weird random um, rivalry with Dean, who for some reason decided he's now Bane. I mean, if this means that, if, if this means that Seth Rollins is going to dress up as Batman, I nay bother. That'd be hilarious. Let's try no talk about the last two weeks of Raw till we get to the worst show of 2018. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, no. Okay. I, I I would prefer. I would see. I would like for Seth to turn heel again, just because I thought he was an absolutely amazing heel. When like when he first turned on the shield mm. and he's just sitting there laughing with the authority yeah. like yes. And he, first, and he first brought out those white pants. It's <laughs> <laughs> like sexy Seth has arrived. <laughs> I don't think any of us thought that Stephen. You got it. Didn't you? <laughs> that's what that is the ones we used when he came <laughs> out that day. Sexy Seth has arrived. Yes. Speaking of his attire, I love these Thanos themed attire from SummerSlam. The attire's good. And these White Walker stuff. It's oh. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what he said was the best in that. 
Oh, well, you can listen back and hear what he said to Stephen. I feel like such a nerd when he joined as mayor, just because people were like, why is a guy who's gonna make his burn it down got an ice cream entrance? And I was all like, well, the books you just call a song of ice and fire, damn it. <laughs> like, I've never felt so much like a nerd in my whole life. Quite good. Yeah, well, see, I, I, Seth, yeah, definitely up there. He wasn't my number one pick, but that's because I like a bizarre form of wrestling. So my pick was The Miz. Mm-hmm. I would I would yeah. even go further and say R-Truth, but I'll hope so. <laughs> oh, he's in a great I game. think maybe oh. for the past couple of months, R-Truth, yeah. definitely. I mean, R-Truth is my, he's my G, he's my dog. I mean, R-Truth, he just, the way his career has been res- uh, risen from the dead. So to speak. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what everybody else did to get a title shot. Pin Carmella. And now he's teaming with her. He's one of the most entertaining things in SmackDown now, isn't it? It was the promo with Shinsuke where it's Ty and R Truth standing there. Uh, And R Truth, uh, Shinsuke says something in Japanese and he goes, Well, my word. And Renee and Ty go, What did they say? I can't say it on air, it's a family show, and just walks away. (laughs) (laughs) It's when he comes out um, doing like the pre show. On for evolution. Yes. And they're looking at him like, why are you here? It's like, this is an all women's pay per view. And after speaking to uh, Paige in the back, and Paige is sitting right there. And oh, I was howling. Absolutely howling. At least, that's a, at least that's actually a joke promo. There was an episode of TNA where you see Hulk Hogan's limo arrive. He walks out. He's only just arrived and goes, I've been speaking to the boys in the back all day. There you have. We've just seen you arrive. You didn't <laughs> The seven second dance break with the McMahon family and Oh Spider-Man my god, that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, this like a family dancing at a wedding. <laughs> this section wasn't even close, by the way. I think just about everybody voted Seth Rollins. There was Kwaku voted Miz, I think James and Strack voted AJ Styles. So AJ Styles got two votes, Miz got one vote. Literally everyone else voted <laughs> Seth Rollins. I voted Seth and Dean. Yes, you've had a quite the relationship with Dean Ambrose this year. <laughs> <laughs> Time to forget about that part. Oh. Renee's Thank you for reminding me. Renee's hurting you down. Just for those listening in, there is a, a fake Twitter troll who texts who text Stacey pretending to be Dean Ambrose as while it was happening, Dean Ambrose was wrestling live in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> He's that, he that skilled. It was the... <laughs> Aren't you wrestling? I'm not the legal man, I'm on the apron text. <laughs> no, what it was, I said, are you not in the middle of a match right now? And then like two weeks later, they messaged me back again saying, hey, how are you? <laughs> Fuck me, that was some match. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I am 100% convinced that the person that's pretending to be uh, Dean Ambrose is a woman. <laughs> Me and Sarah have had this conversation a lot. It's a it's a he in quotation marks. Yeah, because their profile picture was a woman for a very long time. Until you pointed it out and then it became Dean Ambrose. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So we've talked about our men of the... Can Sorry. I just say, that's not the reason why I chose Dean Ambrose, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I get buzzing the other week when I seen The Rock follows you on Twitter and I clicked on the profile and he's got like three followers. Like, somehow I don't think this is the real Dwayne. Followed who? Me? No, me. I, yeah. I, I don't know. The Rock is following you on Twitter. Alright. Oh, it's also the fact that his Twitter is Dwayne Jones. 
I know. <laughs> oh, I thought you would have known that, Ross. Sarah, what was the one I said to you the, the other day? You started following me. But it was a. Or it was on Facebook or something to me a friend request. Oh, God. There's a lot of them. See, like, every single time I message you, you're like, Sarah! And I'm like, Stacey? Okay. What's up? Moving on from that. Anyway, we've talked about our man of the year, so that's. Seth Rollins or Manny, I don't think anyone has come Becky. close. Shut up. <laughs> don't think anyone has come close at all this year to Seth Rollins. Oh, it was Rico Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was his Latino cousin. Rico Randy Orton. It, it does say Rico, La- Rico Randy Orton. I was like, it's clearly his Latino cousin. Yes. <laughs> Rico Randy Orton. That's his Sunday name. It's his full name. <laughs> I accepted that friend request on Facebook as well. Of course she did. Jesus. Moving swiftly on from Trolls. Moving swiftly on from Trolls and Twitter bots. Seth Rollins, man of the year, no one came close. I think Finn Balor at the start of the year had potential, but he's been booked horrendously. I think I'll have you know a lot of people did vote for Becky. AJ Styles has... (laughs) AJ Styles, good, but his title run's not really hit the heights, and obviously Miz, but his has been more promo-related. Yeah. I think... But he's two first best in the world. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Shane, why did no one vote Shane McMahon? <laughs> you know damn well I know. He's two first uh, best in the world, so he's done better than Seth. There you go, done. I might say about Becky, I mean, Becky, she's like, she must be so proud of her, like every other women's wrestler was personally birthed by the career of women's wrestling, Stephanie McMahon. Oh, for fuck's sake, don't start that again. Fucking pain in the arse, hell, woman. Anyway, as we head to the break just now, we're going to have a, have a look at one of the best promo segments of the year. It's... Jackie Polo and Lionheart from the June taping of ICW where he eventually snaps and it's because Jackie slaps the jackass. So we'll see you after the break. Hey guys and gals, this is the Megaton Barbie Viper and you're listening to Heat Sleep Suplex Retweet. What is it with Americans not understanding me? The O2 Academy. 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 Hell, I got a solution for every justice warrior out there. It's not called the old 2 Eka, Maka, Waka, Daka. It's gonna be the old 2 Sportatorium for all y'all justice warriors out there. However, at the old 2 Sportatorium, Bart Dallas, who's gonna be in the main event with Just Justice? Is it gonna be said commissioner? But we did it. What are you doing? Feeling sorry for yourself still? Okay. I I don't want to be yourself. This ain't the answer to anything, mate. I like to drink more than anyone, but this ain't the answer to anything, alright? You're sitting here feeling sorry for yourself. It's pathetic. Alright? You nothing to say? Right. Put this out of my chest. You see you? Right? When I first came here four years ago. You just had a comeback from your neck injury and you flopped. You know, you're a rock bottom. Dallas didn't want you, the boys were laughing at you, and the fans didn't give a shit about you. What did you do? You picked yourself up, and now Dallas leads you. You're a leader to all the boys, and the fans love you. They need Lionheart. Look at me. Look at me, hey? You can sit here feeling sorry for yourself. You can do something about it. You can be a fanny. Or you'd be a hero. Hey, 
as Charles Samuels managed to slap some sense. He has an open invite to come to the ring from Mark Dallas. What, is, what does that mean? I'm, I'm getting what? Lionheart's heading this way! Is it the return of the mercenary? He has not been the same since he fell to Jackie Polo at Baramania. And he lost to Jackie Polo, but then I'm when he... I'm so glad that you graced us with your presence. Mr. Mayor, I see you got a contract in your hand. You want me just justice saying that right now, don't you? I would love that. I would love that. Stop right there. Before Just Justice puts pen to paper over there, you're going to take a step back there in that corner. I'll tell you that right now. Go on, boy. Get to stepping. He's taking a step into that corner because Just Justice told him to. Just Justice is also going to tell him to put a stipulation on that contract. It's gonna be a stipulation for that wrestling man. How about we have ourselves a good old fashioned Texas strength match? How about we have ourselves a little Hulk Pan match? Mr. Mayor? Or I could do what I've been doing the last two times, and that slap the jackass. I think Lionheart just oh. woke up. Fire up the General Lee. He's got the contract in his hand. We're going to see it. Are we going to see it one more time? Lionheart's name's on the dotted line! He's gonna be the dance, but ain't gonna be no line dancing! We've got ourselves a main event! This is Lionheart, you're listening to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, Say My Name, I'm History. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex Retweet. So welcome back to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet and thanks very much to our ICW Man and Woman of the Year, Lionheart and Viper, for those sound bites there. Uh, we're going to talk NXT Man of the Year just now. We're going to talk some we we talk about NXT. It's such a stacked roster and yet it, almost every single person voted for this man. Tommaso Ciampa, Gary. What a bastard he is. Oh, he's up there with Steven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the heat. The <laughs> well done. Could not agree anymore. Oh, the heat that that man attracts all year. When he came to the ring, the no music. Yeah. Uh, the F.U. Champa. 
chance. Um, I've sat watching NXT at home with my daughter, uh, Lucy, uh, who eight at the time I have to tell an eight-year-old it's not okay to chant "f you, Champa." <laughs> the, the heat. One of one of the bits I love about Champa when he comes to the ring is the hatred in Marrow's voice when he talks about the scourge of NXT, and then at the last takeover, did anybody see the bit where he threw the paper? Yeah. <laughs> After Marrow just been bad mouthing them when he st- stood right there, but the matches that man's had with Johnny, the drama in those matches, particularly the one that Johnny won the, to get reinstated, oh, it was it was amazing. Gary, be honest, although you may not want her to chant it, you'll be still kind of proud. Well, I did. Didn't. I did give her into trouble for doing it. <laughs> it was more the f- like uh, bad on yourself, bad. Yes. <laughs> was it more the fact her mum was there and you had to pretend to be a? Uh... Yeah, she has to say, Dad, I kind of want to say it. Champ as well. After that vicious <laughs> chant she started at the NXT UK tournament of uh, We Don't Like You or yeah. We All Hate we You. We All Hate You. Vicious. <laughs> yeah, they did start a chant of pigs and blankets in the house the other day. Dave's house party. <laughs> no lavy paper. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I seen a tweet, uh, it was talking about, you talked about the, the hatred in Marrow's voice, it says, it's the hatred in Marrow's voice. Champa could be sitting eating his lunch and Marrow makes it out like he's just hit his dog with a us. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, your thoughts on Champa this year? His relationship with that title is the closest thing to Liam in his sink. Yeah, The way, he, way he feels like it's taunting him, he says, this is the title talking to Velotune Dream, the title says you're not tough enough. Oh. Like... As opposed to being also where no one came close to Seth Rollins, like we could talk about just about everyone on that roster for this. But I think what puts Champ above it in my mind is the fact that he's had all these great matches and the fact that he's had all these despite coming back from uh, like eight months with an ACL tear that had he had a surgery, he came back, he was, still has that knee brace and the fact he's still performing at such a high level. Not just with Johnny and you know, I could have easily put Joy because he had that five star match in January, but he's also had a surprisingly Great match on NCGV with Otis Dozovic. He mm. <laughs> uh, had that match with Cham, uh, with Black. I was going to say, Wrestle Day Cell would probably still be a great match. <laughs> and also, we had the Dream uh, at TakeOver, and I was so conflicted in that match. I needed Cham to win to have any chance in this week because I'd already lost the last two. I'll still celebrate if Dream wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Tommaso Champ, I mean, uh, it's, it's amazing because there's been a, a level of popularity to him recently, you know, people have kind of moved on to him a wee, have grown him a wee bit, you know, because at the start of the year, I mean, that man, when he came out to no music at that takeover, oh my god, the booze were, were going down, but I'm surprised a wee bit, I did not expect him to have the belt, get the belt this year, I thought he might have moved on quickly to the main roster after that <coughs> match with Gargano, but mm. we've had all that, that great series and some of the, the work he's doing on that mic, it's just... The, the, the psycho killer is back. I loved his one with Alistair Black when he beats him for the title and then they announced the triple threat match mm. before Alistair Black was taken out and it just says, the title is thanked Champa because eventually getting to go back into an NXT main event. Just yeah. the, the shade thrown there, Sarah. Yeah. That was not his fault with all fairness. I mean, Champa and Gargano literally took over the entirety of NXT this year. So, Rightfully so, right enough. Um, yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like, the title should have still been the main event, but no, Champa sees him being rushed by Ross. No, he was I'm good this st- year. I'm saying stay on topic. Let's he not. was good this year. Um, and that's a bastard. <laughs> I was 
An actual bastard, but he's a bastard you love. You love him. You didn't love him at the start of the year. <laughs> oh no, well I hated him after the whole breakup of DIY, but that I'm still trying to heal from that pain. Yes, the the curse of the watermark free, uh, <laughs> <That> watermark. <laughs> struck again in January. Uh, we all went, sorry, watermark. Uh, Quacko Archie's council service is still open for your, inquiries. Your council <laughs> session was actual shite. Watermark. Oh! <laughs> let's, let's keep it on topic. Sorry, Mr. Topic. Trip advisor. Topic. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, we try and watch the WWE shows and say that they turn it off for the watermark and say, no, I'll give that a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, program started. <laughs> that broke my trust in absolutely everything. This is why I can't have nice things. The great thing with Tenor, we talked earlier on about Polo Lionheart having a great series of matches. Um, it's kind of similar with him and Johnny. Uh, it's hard to kind of point, point one of them with like, what one's exactly better than the other. Some people, some people are going to say one, some people say the other. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult, but that's how great the, the series of matches have been, you know, and some of the spots we've had in. Let me say that as well. I mean, like, was it the DDT on the wooden on the floor yeah. on the yeah. Yeah. Boards, the exposed yeah. boards? Yeah, was he not handcuffed at the yeah. time as well? Yeah, he was like, I'm so skilled, you know. It just made Johnny look so stupid. Something though, I say, like, I remember after that first match, Champa's eye was a quite bloodshot. It was all red, and yeah. on to be going next year when he was in a match, the, the camera got a close up his face and caught that, and it just made him look so demonic, especially with the beard and that. And I heard someone point this out, and only when you watch it back, you realise Johnny won the first match. I lost his second two, and you notice in the second two matches, he acts a lot more like Champa, mm-hmm. and that's why he lost. When he, but when he, he was still himself, he was still the good guy, the rebel heart, he, he, he still won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lost when he tried to be more vicious like Champa. Yeah. yeah. The storytelling in that first match was amazing when the, the, the knee brace uh, came out, and you thought he was going to, uh, the crutch, sorry, you thought he was going to uh, feel sorry. And that Champa was going to, you know, sucker punch him, and then, and then Johnny went no, and then smacked him with it, and the Gagano escape with the knee brace around his face yeah. looked absolutely brutal. It's the callback to the Cruiserweight Classic, where he's they both sit in the ring, and obviously, like you said, he goes to hit him with, he sits down, and then there's a good thirty seconds where you think. Oh god, are they actually? Is he sorry? And then next minute, the swing just comes, and Johnny anticipates it. It's an absolutely brutal move. Said I watched that takeover with you. Mm-hmm. You sat the entire time going, "Don't trust him! Yeah. Don't trust him!" <laughs> and then when the swing came, the ah! Well, that's how you know storytelling is actually good when you you're proper yelling at the TV. Like I, I'm like the world's biggest fangirl when it comes to TV shows. I will get properly heavily invested, like sitting crying and bawling at anything. You know, it's like two people getting together, like, yes, finally! But, like, with that, yes, basically that explains it all. Just me going, don't trust him, Johnny, don't trust him! Oh, no! No, you get kind of lulled in. It was like the last 10 seconds, she goes, oh, wait, has it? No! <laughs> so, see, she just filled my reactions for a tape, oh, were just solely my reactions. I would love to see you react to the end of Toy Story 3. <laughs> don't get me started. God, let's not. <laughs> I don't want to do this show while crying. <laughs> but, My dad calls me a wuss for that. I don't think it's that he calls you a wuss for. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but, uh, is anyone else getting about Champa or can we fill the last two minutes? We're just talking about some of the other. Can I talk about Tyler Bate? Aye, <laughs> <laughs> why not? Where do you go? Gary, the floor is yours. Oh, thank you. But I did admit to everybody at the weekend of having a crush on Tyler Bay, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Um, Good <laughs> the big strong boy. Yes. Big strong boy. Uh, the big strong boy. I just boy. think he's amazing. Pizza! <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that again! 
I think Scott was going to kill Kyle before the show, but we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> the things that guy could do in the ring, the strength of him when he had that match with um, what um, undisputed era, and he yeah. had one on his shoulders, and then there's the the airplane spin while he's doing the the swing. Um, with the other one is just incredible strength. I was at the the Royal Albert Hall when Mustache Mountain won the tag titles that night, and the pop in that place yeah. was incredible. The fact he's still so young. Yeah, he's still 20, 21. 21. Oh, 21. Jesus Christ. Yeah, 97 is always way to tell it. Oh, right, so before we move on to our woman of the year, this one was actually quite a divisive one. We had people voting, we had a lot of people voting Pete Dunn. We had a lot of people... For man of the year? No, for man of the year, jackass. <laughs> uh, we had a lot of people voting for Pete Dutton. We had a lot Peter. of people... Peter. <laughs> we had a few votes for Ricochet, who's been absolutely incredible mm-hmm. since he came in. We had Adam Cole. Baby! baby. We had... Let me do my cue, man. We had Johnny Gargano. We had Velveteen Dream. It's been such an absolute <laughs> stellar year for NXT. And yet... Champa has just been above and beyond every single person. So while we <laughs> move on to our Women of the Year, it's this was another one that was sort of sort of a hard call to make, but there was a runaway winner eventually, and it was Shayna Baszler. She has came on leaps and bounds since the first May Young Classic. She plays an absolute badass to perfection. She's not a wrestler; she's a fighter. Stephen, talk about. Oh, you just want to hear. You know, it's like it's like Champa, but she has improved so much. I remember uh, talking on the Mae Young Classic re- review show that we did earlier in the year, and it was like I thought she should have won it because the storytelling has been so much better than it was with Carrie Kane at the time. And it's just like you just you talk about people who are natural heels. Mm-hmm. She is just a heel to the bone, and now that she's got her cronies with her, yeah. it's only gonna go better. <laughs> See, I think the thing with her is the the same thing with Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne was made in the UK tournament, but he didn't need to win it. Mm-hmm. So it made Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne by Tyler Bate winning it. I think it made Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler because it led to that story of, I have to beat her, I have to beat her. She was always, I remember at the lead up to the title matches, she was saying, you do realise I beat her on NXT TV, but no one remembered it because it wasn't the big stage, it wasn't the big, you know, cup final. It was just on normal TV. So. The big cup final. The big cup final. <laughs> big well, cup final. It was a cup final, they got oh. a cup at the end of it. With all fairness, like I was raging when she beat Kyrie at Evolution. Like I was <laughs> yeah, absolutely we raging. Why, we know why. We all know why. <laughs> I will I will hold on to that till the end of the time. Um but no, see looking back over the past year with Shayna Baszler, it is like night and day. Mm-hmm. Like her like she was already a strong performer. No bother about that because she had been training for the May Young Classic for ages. Like she hadn't just been signed uh, and then not trained until like uh, like what Ronda had. She was like she was signed, did a little bit of training, but she only really pushed herself before WrestleMania. Shayna had been signed for a wee while and was training for this Mayan Classic. They just hadn't actually announced that she had been signed and that she was training. I can't remember how much in advance that she was even announced for the Mayan Classic. Because um, I remember when I first saw her, and I went, "Who the fucking hell is this woman?" I was like, "I've never heard." So she's not a wrestler. She is now. Like yeah. she's actually been training. Her promos are on par each and every time. I mean, 
I don't like a catchphrase. There's catchphrase is terrible. Snap, nap, or tap. Are you like? I've catchphrase in that, and I'm not that. Are you just like? Oh dear. So when that piece show guy says snap, tap, or crap, I was like, wait, what? We will not be mentioning Pat McAfee on the show this evening. I didn't. In two weeks, though, we will mention him a lot. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, yes, on the worst of the year. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You've talked about obviously she was training. I liked how she actually qualified for the Million Classic like everyone else, because mm-hmm. she qualified at much like a lot of the the Cruiserweight Classic at Evolve. She qualified via there. She wasn't brought in like Ronda Rousey, like look shiny, shiny, new thing. It was like new toy. It was like she's a badass and she isn't going to smile and she isn't going to do movies. Mm-hmm. She is going to break your neck and take your title. Well, it's simplicity at its best as well. I mean, they always say something like less is more. She does all her talking in the ring mm-hmm. and through just her body language and the way she presents herself. So no bloody wonder that this has been a stellar year for her and she's the like first ever two-time women's NXT champion. Mm-hmm. So, Scotty, obviously, we talked about... Sarah said she does all her talking in the ring. I like the bully angle, the... What are you actually going to do about it? It's mm-hmm. when she walked in as champ to the NXT locker room and said... All of you should be aware you shouldn't step in the ring with me. Yeah, well, it's playing up the fact she is one of the more, yeah, that legitimate uh, thing about. And a lot of people do forget that she wrestled outside of Dewey for a while. She wasn't like, a lot of people think she's exactly like Ronda and that she came in, did all her training then and debuted for WWE when she actually wrestled outside of mm-hmm. WWE for a bit. And I think what helped her when she took the title from Ember Moon was a lot of people, you said about Love and Hater, that a lot of that hate was genuine from some people who thought she just kind of walked in mm-hmm. and took the belt and actually think she was the right person to take the belt because I like Emberman, but I don't think she was not working out well as champion. She was better chasing the belt when she, rather when she got it, like many babyfaces, sadly. And I think few people have really consistently been as good on NXT as her because there are some women on NXT who come out, have their match and they're putting a good show but they're not doing much storyline-wise like Carrie Seen was at the start of the year. But then finally she had that great match with uh, Shane at TakeOver and it was the first time since like the Mae Young class that I remembered. Oh, yeah, Carrie Seen's actually excellent, isn't she? Because mm-hmm. yeah. they really just brought her like, look, she does this fancy pirate thing, she has a cool elbow. What else does she do? See the thing with Shane, I love it. See that move she does, the kind of stomp on the shoulder. Oh, oh, it genuinely looks, looks like it's it, going to hurt. It looks terrifying. But it's great for the heel. The first one she did on Dakota Kai, you generally thought, oh my god, she's done in Dakota Kai. Yeah, yeah. the Dakota Kai selling was actually stellar for that as well. I know. She got a vote for Woman of the Year, by the way. Dakota Kai? From James Murphy. Woo! Really? She's got a good I like her. I don't think she's had done that done very much. I, I, know, I, I like think it's more Kai. of a work on NXT UK. Yeah, it's He's got a good, good friendship, it's called the chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the best thing about it, really. Fair enough. As we've slated Dakota Kai, we'll go back on track to... I don't know, I like Dakota Kai. Yeah, you're just like, like, really? I don't think like she's done much this year. You know, you know, I really like, you know, Kurt Hawkins. But he's done F all this year. Uh, um, he's had a losing streak, that's what he's had this year. I class that as F all. So that's the only reason why he wasn't voted as NXT Women of the Year. Yes. <laughs> that, that, and the that and sexism that we are trying to fight here at ESSR. Anyway, Quacky, you were you were about to make a point before they went off in a rambling uh, Don't forget Dakota Kai was a special guest referee in Nikki Cross's victorial victory as NXT Women's Champion when it was stripped off her by William Regal. Yeah. Uh, Apparently it didn't count. Jericho Triple H. Potato, potato. Nikki was champion. Hello. 
Incidentally, she was my pick of Women of the Year. She was. She was a big pick for a lot of people. Tony Storm, the May Young Classic winner. She's had a great May Young Classic. She's got to the finals of the NXT UK Women's Championship tournament. She had that great match against Io Shirai, who was also voted by Sarah. Because Sarah couldn't pick one and sent me a list. <laughs> I literally could not pick when it came to women of the year. Like, the you should I deserves a mention for doing a moonsault in skinny in jeans, jeans. Oh, skinny jeans beautiful. and boots. Yeah. yeah, I'd as well. I know. Holy picture, crap. Picture perfect as well. Can we go from hairdressing to fashion tips? Uh, will you try to do a moonsault in skinny jeans and see how you fare? Sorry, is that Steven there or is that the fashion police over there? <laughs> hey, me and Steven can be the new fashion police. I think we've talked about this before, actually. <laughs> Moving oh, swiftly. Have you seen my dress sense? Swiftly back on track I think it's to the Women police. of the Year. We had, obviously, Dakota Kai. We had, who else did we have? We had Ember Moon, obviously. She had a run as champion at the start of the year. Kyrie Sane. Who else did I pick? Had great matches <laughs> with... How many days are Sarah's? Sarah's like a, a, a mother that asked to pick between her children. <laughs> That kind of feels don't like you dare! I seen, I seen Stevie's <laughs> fucking face there. Don't you dare! I mean, <laughs> so who else when, did I pick? Two. As, as, sorry, I need to say because I struck with it. Too easy to swing it. No. Who else did I pick? Chris. So we had Ember Moon, and she had a, she had two great matches with uh, Shayna. I think she helped Ember Moon become a a better performer, not in ring wise, but certainly character wise, for the simple fact that Scott says the Ember Moon character. She eventually got the belt, it was sort of anticlimactic at the end of last year because it wasn't Asuka she beat, she won it from... It was vacated, everybody thought Kyrie Sane was going to win it. We mm. thought, you know, the time is time has passed Emberman. But the two matches, the Ember having to show that it's not just a fight, it's a wrestling match, and use her superior wrestling. And then eventually Shayna getting the better of her, pulling her own hair because her arm was injured. I thought that was an absolutely fantastic match. One of the better takeovers that one, that one, she won the best. Mm-hmm. Probably up there is one of the best of all time. The two five star matches, of course. Like, it's a shame Kenneth Ray didn't do more this year because she would have been a strong contender as well because she just kind of felt like for most of the year a background player in the Gargano Champa story. Mm-hmm. And then it seemed like they were teasing her and Baszler before they went in and ultimately went back to her and uh, Sane. But hopefully she and Baszler will <coughs> meet again, maybe it'll be her that takes the belt off her. And just before we wrap up, uh, this section in one minute, obviously Nikki Cross. I, it's not her in-ring work this year I love, it's the I've Got a Secret. <laughs> that is such a good angle. Been such an amazing storyline. The It's the bit where she's rolling about William Regal's desk. Can I play with the phone? Can I play with the phone? And then just looks up and goes, any more questions? He goes, yes, a lot. Because you've not answered the actual question I asked you. And then she just gets up and buggers off. Yeah. Uh, character development. Sitting playing with the metronome as well. <laughs> The character development is great considering what she was like when she was in ICW at the yeah. SSC, the ECC, where she was the best in the galaxy. It's just a completely different mm-hmm. character. Yeah. She pulls them off brilliantly. It's the uh, obviously it's something. Obviously, we talk about when we talk about Jimmy Havoc. So if you go through a table, we don't know what that's like, but you see a paper cut because everyone's had a paper cut. Her heel work was so effective this year because. You've always had somebody try to wind you up going, I heard about you last night, <laughs> oh, I heard what you did at the weekend, and she was going up to every member of the roster going, I know what you did. <laughs> and you felt so uncomfortable for every single person she did it to. I remember somebody made a poster of a couple of people from NXT, like Champa and Dream, and then a picture of Nick Hates, and it was a ver- version of the I Know What You Did Last Summer poster, <laughs> just with their faces on it. So I love that. <laughs> we're now into our... Best of the rest section, people who have had stellar years but didn't quite win. So we can continue the conversation with Nikki Cross. Anybody else 
any favourite Nicky Cross moments of the year so far, Sarah? Uh, everything, like the, the four-way <laughs> match as well, but she, she should have won. <laughs> she should have won. Um, but every single time that they put in a match with Nikki, like even her last woman standing with Asuka, why the hell does she not beat Asuka? She was so close. Yeah, would yeah. be good. Would have protected Asuka as well because she didn't get pinned. She's had a she's had a weird year though on the main roster front. She she wasn't used in the Royal Rumble or the Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. She yeah, showed she, up. She yeah. showed up in an episode of SmackDown from the UK. She showed up in the Raw where Evolution got announced. She was at the front. Yeah, she was at the she front. Was one of the, she, was, she was sat next to Braun, just like playing with. I actually Joy. thought that Nikki was going to go to Raw. Yeah. When like when she was there, I was like, "Holy crap, Nikki's on Raw!" Like text my pal, going, "Look, Nikki's on Raw!" Yeah. And, and then, then she appears in Manchester on SmackDown. I'm like, I mean. And she didn't even appear at Evolution either. How dare she not appear at Evolution? That was, oh, she was probably under the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I know something S- you don't know. <laughs> sitting, on, sitting on the roof, looking for somebody attacking Alistair Black again. <laughs> <coughs> so sorry, we, we've talked about NXT. Best of the rest. Stacey, I'm going to give you the floor here because there is someone you have loved this year. Yes, well, I'm not sure if many of you know this, but I am a bit of a fan of Jackie Paul. Shut the best! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like you were saying, just like, like I said about Lionheart, the whole um, Jackie Polo Lionheart series has been fantastic. So I can say the exact same thing for Jackie Polo, which it was, obviously. Just Justice, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And who knew Jackie Polo could sing, by the way? I know. <laughs> I did not I'm know so that. annoyed because I love that song. Who knew so many? I did not know he could sing. Who knew like so wrong. many wrestlers like Shania Twain? Kevin Owens, Jackie Polo. No, no. <laughs> He used to sing Scott Walker down to the road. Yeah. And then... Oh, so he did. And just... I definitely think he should have won. No. (laughs) And that's wrestler of the year. I thought he meant the belt. Well, and the belt, but... I loved his... From the... From when he headbutted Lionheart and went, you've never beat Jackie Polo, and he went back to the Scottish accent. And on France 99, where he had the... Dual personality. The dual personality, the Jekyll and Hyde sort of thing, where I, it's like, you don't know who's showing up, yeah. and that's where I'm in your head. I just loved uh, Shania Twain. <laughs> and I even said this to Quacky, I was just like, oh, I would have thought you would have come out to the Shania, wearing the Shania Twain t-shirt again. Uh, come, out, come out of the hydro to don't impress me much. I <laughs> would to be fair, see if he'd see if he'd beaten Lionheart, I would have voted him for wrestler of the year. I went with Lionheart purely on the hype, but I don't know. Oh, I just thought we talked about coaches uh, Colonel Sanders gear. Can you imagine a uh, coach coming out in the leopard print like Shania Twain <laughs> don't impress me much? <laughs> oh dear god. Coaches I'd rather not imagine that. That's not impressing you much. <laughs> no, it's not. I love how much uh, coaches redeveloped himself in that mm-hmm. heel manager role. Mm-hmm. I love his American accent as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good because you kind of thought it was just like I think a lot of people thought the moment that they made, they did the turn felt a bit off. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't really feel right. But he's done a, such a great job. Yeah, where he's, he's he's just so hated. And my God, when he got the suicide dive from Lionheart and kept the shades on. I know. <laughs> There's there was a there was a wee bit at the Wrestling Experience Scotland uh, secret show where he Jackie fought Joe Coffey mm-hmm. and he goes like that to coach. The bird, the bird, 
and coach starts taking his belt off and he goes, the championship belt, dumbass. <laughs> that was a bit where the microphone stops working and some guy's trying to get it working again and he walks up to, coach walks up to him and an American accent yells, it's your fault. I know. Uh, Look it. Love coach. Uh, so, I, I must encapsulate bring in as well another person, Alexander Darwin McCallan. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, well, I was not paid to do this. No. <laughs> um, but Ross didn't want him on the list at all. <gasps> Don't you oh, fucking oh. dare. Don't you dare try throw me under the bus. You Sorry, it's, it's, it's happened now. I, I'm just being Ross, Ross, we owe money. Shut up. <laughs> just don't do that. Fuck you forgot to pay for his steak. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Alexander Darwin McCallum. But Ross did the letter, so go please go to Ross's house, not me. Thank you. Ross Ross lives in Lindsay and his Twitter handle is at Mr. Quackuetti if you need well, to reach me. So you don't have to go to us, it's me, mostly me that's saying you'll fucking think I'm not. I'll either be at work or college, it'll be Scott that'll be in. Can you imagine Scott just eating a pot the door and how he walks in? <laughs> <laughs> Are you Mr. McLeod? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're looking for my brother and we're back in at five. Okay, I've got someone else that I had as my pick for joint ICW Man of the Year. Oh, no. And this is Mikey Whiplash. Mm-hmm. He's a great um, As me and Sarah have spoken about before mm-hmm. on this show, um, up until that point, we hadn't seen like a bad match from Mikey Whiplash. But it's uh, now you can definitely say mm-hmm. I can definitely say I haven't seen a bad one from him anyway. But just like the, his like the, the technical wrestling and the death matches, just mm-hmm. like they just all look so easy mm-hmm. for him as well. If you know what I mean. I love how you like, reiterate that at the end. They look so easy. <laughs> 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 um, but I I just think. He's a fantastic wrestler as well, and I think after everything, after all the different styles of wrestling he's done this year, he should definitely be up there for ICW Man of the Year. I mean, I've got, I've got one on the, the Women of the Year one. It's kind of we didn't really mention much because Becky's kind of stole the show in the Women of the Year in WWE. But you've got to say um, Ronda Rousey. You yeah, got to you got to mention Ronda. I mean, she's not everybody's cup of tea, but to come track. <laughs> Yeah, we know. I mean, most improved in WWE. Most improved. Yes, yes, absolutely. I wouldn't call it Women of the Year. Just I think. I wouldn't say, but you got, she got to give some sort of credit to the way she's came in. She's adjusted. I'll to give it. her credit to her improvements. See, there's a quote. I think she's been really good. I think she's been really good as well. It obviously, is she hasn't been doing this as long as everyone else. So there are mistakes, as you see, with every single wrestler in their early days. You know, you look, you look back at Miz when he first came in. You look at Daniel Bryan and his early career. They weren't as polished as the ones were, but. It's AJ Styles that said the moves are easy, it's the little, getting the little things down that's the hard part. And you look at how fluid she is just now, and how how good she is in the ring, I think eventually those botches will stop. It's not fair to call them botches, she is just starting, but you know, those those wee mistakes and those missed movements will stop, and then she will be one of the best wrestlers with fall next year for me. I mean, I think she, she got so much praise, and then I think she kind of, people fell down a bit when she was putting up with Becky. Becky pretty much schooled on every 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 oh, bit. Oh yeah, yeah. there's like someone everything. take Ronda's phone off her because she just couldn't do it. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. <laughs> did, did don't like your own tweets. She likes she likes your own tweets. Felt bad for her there because like she's still improving 
and it's like, and then suddenly she got put in by Becky and she was kind of exposed a wee mm -hmm. bit before when she was ready and like, so yeah, like definitely most improved because everybody going into WrestleMania, one of their biggest concerns was how will Ronda Rousey do and one of the biggest positives everybody had coming out of it was Ronda Rousey, so definitely a candidate for Women of the Year. I also want to give an honorable mention for Women of the Year and I'm, I don't care what anybody else says, I want to give an honorable mention to Charlotte for Women of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's been because, absolutely great. Yeah, because that match with Asuka was probably my match of the night at WrestleMania. The uh, turn with Becky, like I said, their feud it takes two, and if Becky had turned on anybody else other than Charlotte, it would not nearly have been as good. And also that match with Ronda and Charlotte's Rivals series was excellent, and it also frees up Becky first media. But oh, on. sorry, before you go on there, she also had a great match at Fastlane with Ruby Riot. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, feel like ages ago. Still doing the Feel like ages ago. Also, I thought Ronda had that match with Nia Jax and Money the Bank, which I think was actually better than I thought it would be. So, originally I was going to come back to Mikey Whiplash because I had a bone to pick with someone on the panel because my first ICW Fight Club was Mikey Whiplash versus Jimmy Havoc and I looked away and turned back to see Sarah use me as a human shield as <laughs> the glass table they broke flew towards us. All I heard was, Ross, what, help? <laughs> Kwaku Adji left that night with uh, shards of glass in his hair. I left with shards of glass in my hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a, one more for man of the year. I'm going to go with Stacey first, oh, but then you can go. Sorry, Stacey. I'm just going to say my WWE Women of the Year, Nikki Bella, just cause. She did have a good run of promos with, uh, with Ronda. She did bring Ronda's best promo out in her. The, you get kicked out of John Cena's bedroom, it's the only door you've ever knocked down. Yeah. Well first, I think that actually they kinda of crossed the line a little bit, to, you know, slut shaving, but that's just my personal opinion. No, it's talking about somebody that's dumped you. It was it was public well, no, news. They kinda of I mean, Nikki publicity. Bella has been slut shamed because yeah, everyone that. thinks that she went to the top because of John Cena. Yeah, but that's So it is kinda of slut shaming it a little not, bit. And then the Bellas essentially came back with your mop pattern. That's like mentioning Ronda's mum. I know, they kept mentioning your ma's disappointed in you, it's like... I was surprised, like, much like ICW had your da sells Avon <laughs> run the run the barrier at Fear and Loathe and Nine. I'm surprised they didn't come up with your ma hates you. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got somebody who I think could also have been for ICW Man of Year. And if you don't agree with me, well I'm just going to say sorry about your damn luck. Because I really like what James Storm's done this year. Mm -hmm. He pretty much murdered Ravy Davy at Shugsu's party. <laughs> I haven't actually seen the BT Gun match yet, but I've heard it's, a really, heard it's really good and I want to see a lot more from him and I'd actually like to see him be Lionheart for the title, because I know that would be excellent. Nah, he showed up for the, the big shows, we actually... It's the next set to the reveal, it's the one future you can see you We got to meet him at the Record Factory at the weekend, obviously we have an interview with him which Ryan Gallagher did a great job with, you can check in our back catalogue. Was so but, intimidated by that man, his arms are huge. I know, he's a, mad, he's, a, he's a lovely guy, but he's just looking up going, you could crush me with one hand, Jesus. So, Quacko, I was going to come to you about Stevie Boy, but before we talk Stevie Boy, one of your discoveries of the year, Sugar Donkington, talk about him. You seem like he was the personal guy that brought him over. No, one of your... One <laughs> of, I didn't discover him. If we could all stop jumping on me, I was trying to give Quacko a nice intro to talk about one of his favourite wrestlers. I was being nice, you can both fuck off, the two across the table. Quacko, the floor is yours, you can talk about Sugar Duncanton, why are we? 
I feel so awkward talking such a positive man now. Yeah. I love Shug. Shug's, Shug's amazing. Um, prop, proper, proper nice guy. Puts in so much work into what he's trying and what he's doing. And, like, yeah, you can. He has, like, he mentions a lot that he wants to get more bookings in Britain. He wants to, he's targeting a lot of shows and so on and so forth. And the thing is, though, you can, you can, you can look at it as, or oh, he's trying to get himself into so many places, but you can't help but just buy into the story of mm-hmm. him. And it's just brilliant, and he's so funny, and he plays into the type of wrestling I love. Which, incidentally, look out for my article on SWN when I talk about top funny moments in Scottish wrestling. You may forgive me for thinking it's a sugar dunker to the worst, but it is what it is. I think he is one of the only wrestlers that would ever be able to get away with doing the thriller dance at the end <laughs> oh, of a wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so okay. I've got to say, see that, that match, right? Just the geniusness of the comedy. That was fantastic. He's like, the zombies are either choosing between going to him or Gene Money, and he says, shouts, <laughs> He's he's white meat. He's got he's got more protein. Obviously, referencing to chicken breast, which yeah. is white meat. And then they go to Jim Money, and he goes, he's "No, that. he's the dark meat. He's more tender, juicy, which is referring to the drumstick of a thigh." Genius. I like, <laughs> I like the bit. His literal name is Sugar. Imagine how good he'll taste. Go to him. The whole thing about Sugar. I remember uh, him at Reckless. Yeah, right, he was starting a chicken chat and make a whiplash and whiplash was annoyed that people assumed his species. Oh, yes. <laughs> and yeah, also, sorry, also, if Sugar is not one of the 30 in the square goal this year, it's really just a waste, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so I'm not on next week's match of the year show. I think you should, in depth, Quacko should be given 30 minutes to talk about... Oh, uh, Sugar Doctor versus Sean Walker. Yes. Or, or even the sixth man at the Source tournament with Duck Duck Goose. Yeah. Hey, that, le- that led on to the infamous feud with Sean Walker, so <laughs> it kind of goes part and part. Quacky, we'll talk about that next week. So, we've Duck, got... Duckies. Yes. <laughs> we've also got... Uh, we'll talk about this man because he was chosen by a lot of the ICW faithful. BT Gun Started the year off as World Heavyweight Champion. Started the year off as Zero-G Champion. Ended the year with a big win, pinning Trent Seven, much to the dismay of Stacey. At uh, the Hydro for Team ICW. Uh, you're right there, Stacey. You're talking about BT Gun. Yeah. Yes. I think we're talking about Stevie Boy for some reason. I was no. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Stephen, talk to us about BT Gun. It's been a real dream for him. I think that's fair to say. I mean, as you said, he started off as the both the World Heavyweight Champion and the Zero G Champion, and he ended up in that six man. So he's had a bit of things in between, but uh, you got to credit what the stuff he's done, you know, mm-hmm. to successfully defend the World Heavyweight yeah. Championship at the square go as well and um, I was pleasantly surprised to see him win that, get the pin in that six man. Yeah, I think it was it's nice. I mean, lots of people said that considering that he wasn't actually signed to, to was, WWE, he was, he was the only man in that six man tag that wasn't signed. Uh, and that's what a lot of people said. Nah, he's not going to get the pin. He's not going to get the pin. He was my original pick as well to get the pin. Damn you, what Courtney. I, what I loved about that, that for the match, I don't know if you've noticed it, see him on the, the, at the side. Trent Seven's kind of taunting them, and he just goes like that to him, like, like, like signing the contract, like, you don't have a contract. <laughs> Can I just say one thing? I love how Trent Seven is like the total opposite now to the way that he was when he was in ICW mm-hmm. before. Because he was just like, oh, like everyone loved Trent Seven. He had the insane Trent Seven army, and then he was just going around taunting everyone. 
Yeah, and I remember in progress he pretended to get a phone call from Triple H and went and he signed off and alright, stay cerebral. <laughs> <laughs> and so another highlight of PT's year, I think people have almost forgot about is that match with Walter for Shut yes. House Party. The chops in that match. God bless you for saying Walter, not Walter. What? How you say it? Really bad for saying Walter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, his match against Walter. There you go. You put him on the spot there, Scott. Sorry, sorry. I hope you should have seen that Ross's head actually took a proper dip as he said Walter. See those really head by the microphone. See those. Um, Things like see when people say it correctly, mm. I know how to say it, but then see as soon as someone says it wrong, that's in the back of my head. It's kind of like yeah. uh, Steven's face, his face goes inside down whenever he tries to say Andrade Cian Almas. Yeah, because he said Cian Walter, Almas. and I was ready to say it, Andrade Cian Almas. There you go. Andrade Cian Almas. Did you just turn Mexican there and you put the accent on it? I don't know. I'm not doing a Steve McLaren promo in Dutch, but you know it's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was the worst. It's like Lillian Garcia used to do. She used to put on a Mexican accent and say Eddie Guerrero, like, you just said The Rock in your normal voice, say Eddie Guerrero in your normal voice. <laughs> but obviously, so many people to choose from, we only have a limited amount of time. You know, in NXT we had Adam Cole, right Alistair there. Black, Velveteen Dream, Johnny Gargano, all stellar years for these guys, Velveteen Dream especially, Breakout Star, ICW we had, the likes of Stevie Boy, DCT, got a massive following uh, from the crowd, winning the world title with Shug, Stevie Boy obviously with that, cash in. Joe Henry's been terrific. The breakout of Leighton Buzzard and Kieran Kelly. Oh, yes. They have been absolutely Even deep. Even though they're a tag team, I've got to mention Kings of Cap, sorry. <coughs> no, 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 Kings of Cap. Well, there we go, just to get round it. Kings of Cap. Ashman Faith and Lewis Gurvin have both had great years this year. Kings Kaylee of Cap for everyone. Yep. <laughs> Kings of Cap. Kings of Cap for everyone, and this show is about everyone, so you can talk about however you want, Quacko. Can I just say about Velveteen Dream? I was so close to meeting him my XT man a year. I think it was just that EC3 match that really. Really pushed on out of contention for me because that was just just wasn't on a par with some of these other matches like well, like the ricochet and that. So we're gonna before we wrap up just quickly your best of the rest. If you didn't pick one for ICW uh, Man of the Year, who, yours was uh, Whiplash. Your second choice. I had Joint Top. Yes. That was Joint Mikey Whiplash and Jackie Cole. Okay, Scott. Who would your second choice be for ICW? Uh, BT Gun. Stevie? Uh, Stevie Boy. Clacker? Uh, mine was Stevie Boy, then. Uh, I never thought through it. Just Justice, because during that whole transition. Mm-hmm. He, he turned a gimmick that shouldn't work into something that was oh, a championship. It's so funny. And everyone that's like saying, oh, I hate it, I hate it. That's the point. <laughs> I love the. Shoot! Who's part it? Oh, I how wound up people get when he said English pounds and not Scottish yes. pounds. Yes, it's fight heel work. It's something like see when WWE come to Glasgow, it's like hello England or hello Ireland, and you're like yeah, yeah, I pronounced her name wrong. But then Jackie Polo does it, and he says English money, and it's just like you bastard! It's the Bank of Sterling here. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> cash money. <laughs> Legal tender. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to wrap up uh, our best of the year show. We didn't quite get a lot of time to talk about certain wrestlers, unfortunately, because there's been just like we talked about Champa, the people like that have just been so, so good. Next week, Stevie's back in the hosting chair. We are going to talk about our matches and moments of the year. In two weeks, we're going to have David Hockney back in the chair because he was meant to be here tonight, but decided 
Oh, I've got an actual job. I'll go to Leeds for a conference. What a selfish bastard. I'm here for you every week. He'll be back in the hosting chair. We're going to be talking about the worst matches, moments, booking decisions and wrestlers of 2018. And then Sarah will be hosting a NXT call-up uh, 2018 and review show. That'll be our last show of the year. And then that'll be us in 2019. If you've got any suggestions for shows or discussions you'd like us to talk about, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Suplex Retweet. Get involved in the conversation. At Suplex Retweet is also where you'll find us on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify and all Android podcasting sites. Massive back catalogue like we talked about. We had Lionheart, Viper, Stevie Boy, The Kings of Catch, Red Lightning. We have a plethora of ICW talent. We have Seth Rollins in the midst. We have former TNA World Champion James Storm. A massive amount of Scottish talent. Over a hundred actual discussion episodes, millions of you to listen to. Give us a subscribe. All it remains to say is thanks to Sarah, Gary, Stevie, Stacey, Scott and Quacker. Thank you. Thank you. Stevie will be back next week to host our best match of the year. Until then, bye-bye. Bye. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d- tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the fuck you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions, get on it right now!